Your fever is high and the pressure to log in at work is too. But when you finally decide to take care of you, there's Instacart. Just because that one perfect coworker of yours is attending all meetings, camera on while she's sneezing, coughing, and aching, doesn't mean you have to do the same. Take it from us. Trying to stay on top of things will only get you further behind. Instead, get everything from tissues and teas to cough suppressants and comforting soups delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. If anyone needs anything, they can just redirect their questions to that one perfect coworker. Worker of yours. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. US Q3 2023. A good Monday afternoon to you from out here in Ashburn. Grant and Danny on the air. And it is a new day for the Washington Commanders. The move everybody's been waiting on and anticipating for months came down formally and officially First thing this morning ahead of his meeting with players, Ron Rivera sitting down with Josh Harris and finding out he had been fired with one year left on his contract, his four-year stay, 26 wins, 40 losses, and one tie, culminating with yesterday's blowout loss in Week 18 at the hands of the Dallas Cowboys. And it is on to a GM and a head coaching search in Danny what is truly officially now day one for this Harris ownership group being the fingerprints on this organization. They took over initially on the eve of training camp. It was too late for them really to make any major sweeping changes. So they sat and they watched and they evaluated and they took notes and they jotted things down in their steno pad. And at some point, many, many weeks ago, they closed that notebook and they decided that they would be moving on from Ron Rivera, and today it became official. Yeah, it became pretty easy, right, to do that evaluation uh, that you referenced. They did. They came on too late at the end of July. Nobody's fault, just how the process went. I get it. You're, you're moving billions of dollars around like glaciers. It's it's not the simplest thing to do to just make it happen lickety-split. There's a lot of eval and a lot of things that have to go on behind the scenes. That's frankly way above my pay grade. But it was too late to make any substantive change, despite how many of us were pining for it, despite how many of us had already slammed the gavel on this, you know, overmatched, underprepared, uh, incorrect regime. And this was inevitable, as you mentioned. I mean, yesterday it felt so emblematic, uh, honestly, of the entire time. It was, there is some good. When you watch that game, there were good things happening sometimes. There were a couple good enough plays just enough to kind of keep you coming back. And then you looked up and you were down by, tw- by uh, you know, whatever it was, 28 points late there in the fourth quarter, just feeling inept, right? Enough of those setbacks, enough of those bad moments, enough howl interception. Then the offensive line, let one up where his arm got ticked, uh, and then that led to an interception. And the defense that was supposed to be the strength of the team, getting you know, having people run roughshod all over them. Just bad planning, bad building, bad design. Too late to fix anything there in July of this past year. Now it really begins, to your point. All the work that we're all kind of sitting there waiting at the starting block for that gun to go off so we could all start running, now it's happened. And this is the first step of the rest of our lives as fans of this local 53 I can't wait. I'm excited for it. This was the right thing. This was inevitable. And it just it feels like a new day for the first time. And there's legitimate reason to hope, GP. That's the that's my big phrase. That's my big takeaway. Is it and it's hard. You might not win. You might not you might lose a bunch in the in the near future, the distant future, whatever. 
there is now, for the first time in decades, legitimate reason to hope for something, and it sounds like it's begun today. Yeah, I think that's probably my lead today, if, if I had to come up with one, right? If I'm writing a column is, I'm in my mid-30s, and I represent an entire portion of people listening who are in this fan base whose entire lives have been spent watching this team, rooting for this team, hoping that they would win, but really deep down knowing you didn't really have a shot. Whether you acknowledged it or you didn't, whether you knew it and publicly made it known or you didn't, the fact is with Dan Snyder as the owner and the way people were treated in the organization and the way their hiring processes were conducted, it was just an unprofessional unserious outfit for a really, really long time. And I guess there was always the possibility that you could rip off a month's worth of wins, right? They did that in 05 and 07 and 12 and in 15, and they took these bad or mediocre seasons, and with four or five game winning streaks, one time with a seven-game winning streak in 2012, they would get to nine or to ten wins, and they'd squeak into the playoffs. And then there was always a thought maybe there could be like a magical carpet ride that really the process wasn't good enough for the team to be sustainably good for many, many years because culturally and organizationally, it just wouldn't be possible. But that maybe one off, one year, you could just go on a run for a month and overcome the odds. But you just knew every single day you woke up a fan of this team, it didn't have a chance, and that changed the moment Dan Snyder sold the team. Now, nothing about this season was different. It felt very Snyderian, didn't it? I mean, there, there was still a, yeah. nothing but visiting fans at FedEx Field yesterday. It was overrun by Cowboys fans. In fact, I'd make the case, and maybe we could talk about this later if you want to. I think yesterday was one of the most lopsided discrepancies in visiting versus home fans that I've ever seen at FedEx Field. Maybe upwards of 85 or 90% Cowboys fans. I mean, it was outrageous. And that's one of the many things this ownership group knows that it has to fix moving forward. But today is truly, Danny, day one of an offseason where in the past, if they were firing a head coach and hiring another, you felt like maybe they could strike gold and, and they'd bring in a good coach. Or if they were going hunting for a quarterback, you felt like maybe they'd land a really good passer. But none of that truly inevitably mattered because the process was cancered yep. from the inside out, right? This is different, and in one off season, they're going to be bringing in a new GM and a new head coach and an elite quarterback prospect. You've already got your new owner. They're going to have eighty plus million dollars to spend. They're going to have top five picks in the top one hundred. Like it is, I really, I said this today. I mean this. I don't know how you feel. I believe that since they last won the Super Bowl, since I wasn't old enough, but you were at a parade with your dad mm -hmm. downtown in D.C. Since those moments, today is probably, and this off season is the most exciting time to be a Commanders fan since. I really believe that. I mean, I'd probably put a couple other nominees on the podium, right, where it felt like it was different, honestly. 2012, drafting of Grifton, of Grifton, I'm sure, uh, Robert Griffin. Uh, Joe Gibbs returning for the second time. Um, those Fool's gold. Yeah, but but now, what we learned then, right, we learned in, at the end of those things, there was one constant. It's the bad roommate. It's the reason nobody ever gets along. There's a reason everything is sabotage and everything has a limit. It's a lower ceiling, et cetera. And now we knew this because we're free of that weight. We're free of that. You know, you're trying to run a race while somebody's standing directly in your way uh, while you're lugging a 2000 pound refrigerator wearing lead underpants in a sprint. It's really, really hard to win and be successful consistently in this league. Only a handful of teams 
do it. Everybody else goes up and down. They're subject to the to the parity that this league prides itself on. That only a handful of teams are sustainably really, really good to great each and every year. And it's impossible to compete in a league on an annual basis when you have this kind of ridiculous structure with unserious people at the top who have taken short-term small gains over the long-term investing uh, into the product and into the organization, into the team and into the facilities and everything that comes with that. This right now, and by the way, you could play this for me in 10 years, God willing, you and I celebrate another 10-year anniversary, and you could laugh at me. If this group really doesn't do it, if this group says all the right things, then two years later they're doing you know the Dan Snyder expired uh, peanuts, or they were still at FedEx Field, and and we're doing uh, Redskins lottery scratchers, and he's charging hidden security fees and all this other kind of stuff. The same stuff he was doing to bilk the fans to make a little bit of cash on the side, treating it like an ATM instead of doing what needed to be done to really build the fan base back up. So you could laugh at me then, but right now it actually feels genuine to me. It feels as if this group understands all the painstaking hard work ahead of them. They need to be in the customer acquisition business for a long time. That's grueling. That's painstaking. That's challenging. And it's made that much harder when the team's getting its butt kicked at home in front of all the fans. I mean, how many double-digit losses at home this year? Was it four, five, where they're just getting boat raced in front of your home fans? There is a lot of work that needs to be done from this ownership group, and they know that. And it's eyes wide open on that. I think that's what's so refreshing here. Instead of putting your fingers in your ears and saying, we're the Redskins, we're great, We'll see you guys at training camp. There's a, hey, we got a lot of work to do. And we're we're sort of excited to roll up our sleeves and dig in and do so. I, I loved hearing from Harris today, and I love this fresh start. Yeah, that was about as painful and bad a season as a fan can endure. They went 1-7 at home in the games that you guys went to, and they gave up 35 or more in half of those games, right? You're talking about losing 13 of your final 15 games this season. Just the fourth 13-loss season in team history. So we knew this was coming for a long, long time. You don't lose five games in your fourth year as a head coach by 20 or more points and keep your job. I give Josh Harris a lot of credit. He talked in his press conference today about it being important to him to keep his word with Ron Rivera. Sounds like Rivera appreciated that. I don't know that our listening audience cares about that part as much. But he said, I came here, and my first promise to D.C. and to Ron Rivera was I'm giving you the year. And I'm sure he thought long and hard a couple different times in a couple different ways (laughs) about blowing him out. He also acknowledged, and I thought this was interesting, in his press conference today, and we'll re-rack it later in our show um, in the back half of Grant and Danny because it was only about 15 minutes. But I thought it was very powerful uh, even while succinct, uh, and he answered some questions really directly. I I thought he was good. He was uh, very much sending the message that while he's running the search, And it's up to him to get this right. He doesn't have all the answers. He's bringing in smart people who he thinks will have some of the answers, and we can get into who those people initially are uh, that are helping him uh, with his search. But I thought when he said firing coaches in season never makes that much of a difference and doesn't really seem all that effective to me, I thought that was a glimpse into why Ron Rivera was still here. Uh, But you Mm -hmm. heard you know, him – discussing he was asked all the important questions moving forward about what he wants to see what kind of structure he's thinking I think my favorite answer from Josh Harris was he he was I thought very pointed in saying being a GM in this league is an 80 plus hour a week job being a head coach in this league is an 80 plus hour a week job in my opinion those should be two different people 
right? He said, I want two different roles, that separation of the GM and the head coach. That is his preference. But I did like that he said, even though I don't believe in coach-centric and I think it's kind of a foolish way to go about it, I thought this was a smart answer, and it gives you a little uh, window into his intellect, I believe. He said, I am flexible for talent. He brought that up again in another part of the press conference where he said, my preference, uh, the word he used several different times was my orientation, Mm -hmm. which I hadn't heard used that way, but kind of like my proclivity. He said, my orientation would be that we're going to hire our director of football ops, so CGM, front office guy, and that they'll then help us get the head coach. That's the way I want to do it. He said, but we have to be realistic. We want talent. We want the best people. We have to make sure we get the best people, and it might be that, we have to move quicker than we want on the head coach. If we decide with our firm, in air quotes, that the people that are helping them, that I'm just picking a name here, but Ben Johnson is their guy or Jim Harbaugh is their guy, then they might have to move quicker than they'd like. Obviously, the GM and the candidates they're talking to would still have some say and influence and would still be counseled on that. But I am a big believer in working in the gray areas, Danny, and every situation being different, not having rules. And so, to me, those were perfect answers. He would prefer the GM to hire the head coach. He would prefer to do things a certain way, but he is flexible to talent. I thought that was really interesting. Yeah, I, I love that turn of a phrase, right? Flexible to talent. So the paradigms shift in sports all the time. Okay? So, like, I, I'm old enough to remember, and, and a lot of our listeners who are basically north of, you know, 41, 42, remember this. When you would tune into a game on, you know, NBC, ABC, Fox 5, or, or whatever, it was – this running back against this running back. And that was the league, right? It was the, the guy that was going to get the ball 25, 30 times. And it was, that was your marquee matchup. And you know, you intro the game and it's, you got to watch out because Walter Payton's over here and Tony Dorsett's over there. And that was the game. Now, of course, it's not that it's quarterback against other quarterback. Usually, unless there's some sort of great defensive player, maybe it's Aaron Donald. Maybe it's a, uh, you know, I don't know, uh, Von Miller, superstar pass rusher, but the league changes. People don't do things until they do. And, You've seen that a number of times. Sometimes it doesn't work and all the old guard laughs, but then sometimes it becomes the paradigm. The first time, you know, think of Moneyball. The first time a former player himself says, no, 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 we're going to count cards. We're going to be the the analytics team when no one else is doing that. They're laughed at. They're mocked. They're belittled. You know, you get the old guard, the Joe Morgans of the world, rooting against them. And then ultimately the sport changes. Now, if you don't have the robust analytics and mathematics and, and, you know, advanced stats team, you are behind the eight ball. You're behind the game. You're behind development, et cetera. Sports evolve and change. So I love the idea that it's not rigid. I love the idea that we'll welcome talent wherever it comes and however it raises its, its hand to say, hey, we could help this organization win. We're doing something no one else is, and it's not just a waste of time. It's productive. Here's where we can do that. Here's an advantage we can have in a league instead of trying to copy. You know, it'd be nice to copy Andy Reid and Pat Mahomes. They don't make them. They don't make other guys like that. So what can you do? Do you just quit? No, you try to find a way to compete the way teams like the Ravens have, the way teams like the Niners have uh, without ever having hit a home run on a first-round draft pick at quarterback. You find a way to do what the Steelers have done uh, over so many years and so many different struggles to, to annually compete despite maybe not having the best talent. It's the right talent. There, There's a million ways to skin the cat here, and being open to those I think is a great quality. I like everything that's happened so far today. And the reason I know that they're doing things in a smart way that I would consider to be the right way is that these are anti-Snyderian. You know, this is not really the Dan way of going about a coaching search. He's always run these things. It's been him sitting across from someone interviewing them in Potomac, Maryland at his house. You know, maybe Vinny's there or Bruce is there. 
but it's the Dan show. And Josh Harris, while he's saying, blame me if it doesn't go right, this is my search to get right, it's the most important thing I'll do as a managing partner, as the owner of this team, and he said that today in his press conference, he admitted, I don't have all the answers, and I'm learning football as we speak right now. So I need to go get people to help me out. And I just like the juxtaposition of, Dan and Vinny interviewing folks, or Dan and Bruce <laughs> yeah. in his living room somewhere, yeah. Versus going and getting Bob Myers, a four-time NBA champion and two-time executive of the year in the NBA. People will say, "Well, he's a basketball guy." No, he, he's a, a relationship-building, organizational, structuring winner. He's not going to call plays. He's not going to tell the offensive coordinator when to run or pass. He's going to try to set you up and hire people with an organizational structure, the bones and the foundation to have success. That's portable, not just from sport to sport, but maybe from business to sport, as you reference with analytics and baseball. I mean, there's guys that just take their models as scientists like Sigmidal with the Orioles and apply it to baseball and crunch their numbers and become great executives. They also brought in Rick Spielman six times with Minnesota. A half of them as a general manager, others running their scouting department. They've had double-digit win seasons. He's going to be advising this process. I mean, this team has not really done that where you go get a respected executive to come in here and help with the search. Now, I am curious as to why they picked Spielman, to be honest, and that's something I had, uh, you know, there was that question came up and it was kind of vaguely answered as to why he's credentialed. But like, why him and not another executive? I don't know if he has a tie to this group that I'm not aware of. That was kind of an interesting, odd name out of nowhere. Not quite as out of the box, maybe, as Myers, who nobody saw right. coming because he's a basketball executive. But the bringing in of some grown-ups to help you out and tell you what you don't know and getting out of the way is unique. And how about this, to feel good about this process? I thought this was maybe the most incredible thing. This did not leak this has been presumably weeks, if not months, in the making in some capacity with Myers and with Spielman and totally the plan right. they've got moving forward. I mean, we've known, you and I and, and people listening have known Ron Rivera was going to be fired dating back to pretty much the Bears game. But it wasn't until this morning that word came down that it was official. And it wasn't until after that, which is classy, that we find out that these two folks are being brought in to help lead this search. Like, how do you, in this building, in this market, hear that, that, that there was no leak? That's it. That is a stunner that just wouldn't have been possible here Such for so many point. years. It's people, yeah. They've always been kind of looking out for themselves or everyone's not on the same page or there's some kind of infighting. Not here. Every Everyone was able, and I, I would get bet, bet that it's a small circle, but they kept this a secret. I think that says... A lot to me. Totally right. And it's and it's a, a point that I think a lot of folks maybe don't care about. But, again, it's emblematic because the reason for all those leaks all the time, forever, was always – and listen, it's, it, frankly, quite frankly, it's good for us getting a morsel, getting a nugget from, you know, from guys that are reporting on this thing or covering this thing or breaking news here and there. That's a good thing for those of us sitting in our seats, right, getting that nugget and morsel to be able to have something to digest and talk about and consume with you guys. But big picture for the health of an organization – not necessarily good, right? And, and, it, and it always was about someone's own personal interests, maybe at the expense of the bigger picture. Always a cover your own butt. Always a, it's not my fault. Here's what's going on. Here's who to blame. None of that stuff happened uh, when it came to this. So, again, you're 100% right. I think it's an underrated point. 
I want to get into the timeline ahead of how quickly this could all move from an NFL rules standpoint and when some of these interviews that we've heard the commanders would like to conduct might start. Uh, They have already requested permission, we know, of at least five general manager candidates and another four head coaching candidates. So we can sift through some of those names next here on Grant and Danny. Danny is in our Half Street Studios I'm out here in Ashburn, so I was able to go to the press conference today of Josh Harris. We've also got many more thoughts on what he had to say and what was the first lengthy opportunity for him looking into the future, talking about what lies ahead to take questions from the assembled media. You're listening to G&D on The Fan. Your fever is high and the pressure to log in at work is too. But when you finally decide to take care of you, there's Instacart. Just because that one perfect coworker of yours is attending all meetings, camera on while she's sneezing, coughing, and aching, doesn't mean you have to do the same. Take it from us. Trying to stay on top of things will only get you further behind. Instead, get everything from tissues and teas to cough suppressants and comforting soups delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. If anyone needs anything, they can just redirect their questions to that one perfect coworker worker of yours. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Hello, everyone. Good afternoon. Um, I think as you all have heard, we, uh, we've uh, decided to uh, part ways with Ron Rivera. We've, we appreciate uh, Ron's efforts and everything he did for the franchise. I mean, obviously, he came here during a tumultuous time period, the ownership change, and he really uh, added leadership. But clearly, um, <clears throat> you know, we weren't good enough this year. We didn't get it done on the field, and uh, so we've decided to go into a new direction. Commander's owner Josh Harris at his press conference today. Welcome back, Grant and Danny on the fan. The Commander's firing Ron Rivera first thing this morning. They have hired Bob Myers. Yes, that Bob Myers. He of Golden State Warriors fame, the architect of the Warriors. I don't know what the football version of Splash Brothers is, Danny, but we might have to figure that out. It could be Mike McDaniels and company doing a little Tua and Tyreek, you know, at this point with the offensive numbers being what they've been. But yeah, you're right. I don't know that there is an equivalent. They have brought in Myers to help assist in their search. And I'll say this initially, just from, you know, asking around, it sounded like he was being brought in to help them land a general manager and a head coach. But his statement read very differently than Rick Spielman's statement, who was also brought in as part of the committee 
to hire a GM and a head coach. Spielman most recently was a GM of the Minnesota Vikings. Spielman essentially said, hey, I'm happy to be a part of this committee to find you guys some some nice people to run your organization. Whereas Bob Myers' statement actually read as though he's coming here to work for the commanders for an extended period of time. And if you listen to Josh Harris's press conference, he made it pretty clear that he plans on Myers being around in some capacity. Now, I'm thinking more of an advisory role, Consulted, it sounded yeah. like. You know, some type of probably a nice check that you're getting where he bounces things off of you because – you know how to build a winning sports environment, and you're great with people, and so he just kind of has you on the payroll and around as need be. I don't think he's going to be running a department or certainly involved in the football operation, but for the time being, Myers and Spielman are the guys spearheading this search with Harris, his ownership group. That's Blitzer and Mitch Rails and Magic Johnson, and they have gotten to work already. We already, and we'll go through the names. Mm-hmm. We have heard as many as five different candidates for the GM job that they've requested permission to interview, as many as four different candidates for the head coaching job that they're already reaching out to the teams uh, and the employers of to try to talk to some coaching candidates, uh, which means that not only are they casting a really wide net, but they're trying to win the race to these interviews, so to speak. The one thing we do have to clarify, I'd say, Danny, is the timeline here. Yep. So I've had a lot of questions about this on social media. So because most of these coaches, Raheem Morris – Ben Johnson, Aaron Glenn, Anthony Weaver. That's the list of the candidates that they want to talk to. They're all in the playoffs right now. Because they have, in some cases, games this weekend, the earliest you can interview a coach who's got a game this weekend is eight days from now on January 16th. So that's Ben Johnson. That's Raheem Morris. Those guys can't be interviewed until a couple days after their team plays in the first round of the playoffs. And then all of the interviews have to be conducted essentially by January 21st. But that gives you a little idea that it's going to be at least eight days before they really even sit down for the first major interview with some of these candidates. And that is why I think you're going to see them working overtime on the GM search first, right? They're not calling it a GM search because Martin Mayhew still has his job right now and Marty Herney still has his job right now. Those things are going to change, but they're calling it the head of football operation, a technicality, semantics, so that they can begin the search for someone who's still in the building, essentially, and that is to be the person running their front office as their GM. We can go through those names in a second, but they can start those interviews this hour if they want to. There's no rules. So even though Adam Peters of San Francisco or Alec Hallaby of Philadelphia, their teams are in the playoffs, just so people are clear, as a GM candidate in the front office, you can still do your Zoom interviews today, tomorrow, the, the night before your game, whenever you want to. And that's why I think it's going to be about a week of GM interviews, front office interviews, and they'll try to wrap that up sometime early next week, ideally, so that they can get on to the coaching part of it. Indeed. And, you know, so for my, a couple of my buddies I was texting with earlier today, they're going, wait a minute, so Mayhew and Marty Herney are still on board? What's that about? And, you know, so I, I'd love for you to wait on that in a second, but my thought was you now need – you know, somebody directing all of your current staff who's got the business of the offseason already on their minds, right? They're completing all their scouting reports, all the different things that, you know, uh, uh, compiling reports from game tape that they've already seen or players they've witnessed and all the different things for, you know, current internal uh, evaluation. And those reports are going to have to be handed over to the new person or persons or, or any kind of front office. So you have those guys in place, it seems to me, to kind of keep directing that 
even though their days, and I, I don't mean to say this flippantly, but as uh, executives here in town might be numbered. Well, I, I like the question Harris was asked about, not just the front office executives that are left over, uh, Mayhew, Herney, the rest of, of the front office. And essentially the question was, what do you say to those guys as a lot of their peers are being fired? And it's likely that they're not going to be here. But right now, they're still here. And he said, not as few words, but he said, do your job, <laughs> right? I mean, you're <laughs> yeah. under contract. Yep. You know, he said, most of the people I've talked to want to help the football team anyway. But these are professionals. I mean, there's only 32 of these gigs, remember, whether you're a head coach or a GM or, you know, a, a quarterback in, in the National Football League. Guys are not going to just mail it in or stop showing up to work or doing what they need to do because they're frustrated that changes are being made because it's a small fraternity. You know, what you do in your final days here could haunt you as you're looking for your next gig at your next stop. And if it goes well, this is no longer an organization run by a clown who is going to, to crush you on the way out. I mean, how pleasant today, how classy yep. – were, were the mentions that they've made publicly, either at the podium or online, of Ron Rivera. I mean, they put out this nice little uh, social media tweet where they're talking about, like, leader and uh, community member. I mean, you'd have thought they were he retired rather than being fired. I mean, this really is a sea change in the way of how they're handling that. Scott McLuhan gets fired. You know, they leak something to the Washington Post saying he's drunk. You know, Ron Rivera gets fired, and they spend part of the press conference telling you what a good guy he is. It's very, very different in that regard, and I just think you're dealing with better people now. I think that's, again, good good way to quantify it, right? You can pick up a number, any number of examples that you'd like for something that didn't work or, or you know, the previous white night that failed, and, you know, then you're on to the next. This felt, again, like, like adults, like professionals um, going about their business, guys that have done this before, not in football necessarily, but in other organizations when you think of Josh Harris. And, you know, he, he gave some answers. And, and even if you don't agree going forward, I think this is essential um, for at least me as a fan. Just th- just thinking about myself watching on the couch every Sunday and following it like, like the rest of you guys do. I want to be able to say, I may not agree, but at least it was thoughtful, right? Because Dan never spoke. Dan never gave us justification. He'd either have you know Bruce come out and babble about stuff or, or, or you know Vinny before him or Can or I whatever. say this really quickly Please. before you continue? Yeah. I was thinking about this while I was sitting there watching Josh Harris talk. When did Dan Snyder last take questions from the media? Did he take questions when he hired Rivera? No. When he did Happy Thanksgiving? Yeah. He he would introduce the new coach, and then he would sit off to the side. It's been 20-plus years. I I honestly don't remember the last time. Like, if you are celebrating your 21st birthday and having your first legal drink today, Mm -hmm. have you ever seen the owner of this football team speak at a podium and take questions? I mean, not that I can remember. I, you know, there, there's there's probably an interview with one of the team partners at some point with, you know, I'm sure a litany of questions that were off limits or whatever. But, yeah, I mean, it's just, again, it, it's a departure, right? So, but the thing that, that's essential to me is, let's say they hire, for the sake of argument, let's say they hire Jim Harbaugh tomorrow. Or not tomorrow, because the championship game's tonight. But you know what I mean? They hire Jim Harbaugh. That's not my first choice. But I guarantee you there was a thoughtful process behind it. I guarantee you there was a, we analyzed this, this, and this. This is the conclusion we came to over over others. And there'll be something that I can go, you know what? At least they thought about it. This wasn't just a, well, screw it. We're going down to the next item on the list. Like, again, I think back to Rivera's quarterback searches where he's like, 
I, I decided to go alphabetically and by height. And we started offering everybody trade compensation. We went down the list. I'm going, oh, my God, you're overmatched. You know, this today felt like any decision we make, anything that we do, right or wrong, good, bad, or indifferent, will be thoughtful. And to me, that's all you can reasonably ask as a fan. If they draft someone you don't like or hire someone you don't like or, or you know, go for it on fourth down when they should have punted or vice versa, at least you want to know there's a thoughtful process behind it. And that was not the case here for a long time, and now it seems like there is. Yeah, the one question I wanted asked of Harris that didn't get asked and would have been the one that I, I got to was they have Eugene Shen, who they've hired, who's a savant they brought over from Baltimore, who's a, a analytics guru, who's implemented already in the front office. That leads me to believe that their GM hire would almost certainly be more of an talent evaluating you know, football person rather than the redundant hire of maybe an analytics guru type over top of Shen who's already here. But they're going to expand the offices out here in Ashburn to being maybe 10 or 12 deep with people sitting there in their R&D department, which is a long-neglected element of this organization. And you see that teams like Baltimore, who have been analytically run for a long time, uh, Minnesota here recently making an analytics hire as a general manager, like a lot of those clubs trending in that direction have had success in doing this. Um, I'd be curious to know if his preference is to have someone who is heavy analytics background minded at the top of the front office or just that the front office is strong analytically, but maybe the GM is still an evaluator. But we can get into the GM candidates they've reached out to for permission to interview uh, coming up in a few minutes. I want to start with the head coaching names because I think Frankly, those are just more interesting for our listeners here. You guys know these folks. Uh, the first name that came out today was that they asked the Rams for permission to talk to Raheem Morris. Morris was here from 2012 to 2014. I covered Raheem for a couple of years on the beat, and then you and I talked about him when we started our show together about a decade ago now. Uh, he is a super high-energy, very, very positive, uh, well-liked guy. He's one of the... Kind of the stars of all the buildings is in. He's a big personality. He's one of these guys who's just got an infectious way of kind of communicating. If you go to a you know a party and he's there, by the end of the night you're going to have a fun conversation probably <laughs> yeah. with Raheem Morris. I've texted with Sean McVay at different points during this season, who's the head coach of the Rams. Morris right now is the defensive coordinator in L.A. Uh, McVay wants this guy to get a gig. Kyle Shanahan said within the last month, that if he was to hire one person in this cycle to be a head coach, it would be Raheem Morris. Morris is a retread by definition because he was hired as a head coach and had a four-year run in Tampa Bay, but it was a lifetime ago, Danny. Mm -hmm. I mean, that was before he was here. He was 33 years old. He was basically, it was like a Lane Kiffin or a McVay hiring when he was still very young as a coach. Uh, he has since become a longtime coordinator. He's coached on both sides of the ball. One of the reasons I'd be intrigued by him, even though, as you know, I, I would love an offensive-minded head coach you married to a quarterback, and I, I would prefer that over a defensive-minded guy. Morris is so plugged in with the Shanahan and McVay trees that I think he might have a pipeline to some offensive coordinators that if you hired him, you might still be in an okay spot to find your hotshot young play callers for at least the next couple of years. That would be the design, right? Now, there's a lot of us, and I, I admitted this last week when we were kind of going through some coaching candidates. I got bias against 
uh, Morris because of his time in Tampa because it wasn't good. But then it's like, to your point, that was what, more than a decade ago? I mean, that was, what was I doing at that point? I probably wasn't making the best decisions on a daily basis because that that time didn't go so well. He is beloved across the league, to your point. As you said, infectious. That would be kind of your leader of men type with a defensive bent as well. It's not someone that I consider right away, but it is intriguing that that was one of the first names that came out. Ben Johnson alert. Uh-oh. They interviewed, or they asked for permission to interview. Ben Johnson alert. Ben Johnson alert. Ben Johnson alert. My number one candidate, the offensive coordinator of the Detroit Football Lions. He'll be coaching in and calling plays in a playoff game. You see what he's done for Jared Goff. Love the way he marries the run in the pass, play action, the balanced offense that they have. You just look at the difference going back three years ago when he took over the play calling in Detroit as a top-five offense now over the last two-plus seasons since he's been calling the plays. This is the number three yards-per-play unit in the league fifth running the ball, fourth throwing the ball, third at avoiding sacks, fifth in first downs per game. Uh, they do everything at a very, very high level. Possess the football, top five rate, helps your defense. They are third in the red zone, 12th in goal to go. Uh, he is very, very sharp and is high on their list. We'll tell you what other coaches they're looking to interview, plus some of the names as far as GMs go to keep in mind as they're just getting this search started. You're listening to Grant and Danny on The Fan. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. (laughs) Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. And Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network. So whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com.
Even though uh, this season uh, was uh, hard for me and hard for us, it was hard, it's hard to win four games. Uh, from my point of view, we are coming out of this with um, poised for a great future. Uh, a lot of uh, draft capital, a lot of cap space, uh, and uh, I'm lucky enough to be supported by an amazing ownership group, and obviously we think we're an attractive destination for 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 the next generation of leadership. And so what, what I'm, this is probably amongst the m most important jobs I have as a managing partner. And uh, it's important that I do this personally and get this right and that we bring in the right leadership. Yeah, this is the gig now. This is the whole deal for Josh Harris. You're hiring a GM and a head coach and they're going to pick a quarterback. You got to hit a home run this offseason. You really get one crack at least initially, at setting this thing up correctly. Because otherwise, and we talk about this so much, Danny, in football, mm -hmm. the timing's wrong, right? A coach inherits a quarterback, and the relationship might not be right. You get an opportunity as a head coach, but the, the incumbent starting quarterback's there, and next thing you know, you draft your guy, but then you're fired, and the next guy takes over, and, and Jay Gruden's got Robert Griffin, or you know Ron Rivera's got Dwayne Haskins. It's so rare that in one fell swoop, a new owner can come in almost with your Mount Rushmore of the most important positions to set yourself up for success in football. Owner, GM, head coach, quarterback, and they could all come in and be on the same page in one offseason. Really a golden opportunity for Washington to get this thing right for its ravenous fan base. Yeah, and it really is your first impression, right? I mean, they've done stuff behind the scenes. They tried to make uh, the crappy stadium better, and they tried to you know help people and enjoy their experience a little bit more and did some nice outreach, done some, some, some partnership stuff that doesn't put Trisket crackers in the stomach of the fan base, right? In terms of, Oh, they have a new beer sponsor. Okay, cool. They're it's still third and 27 and Sam Howell just got sacked. Right. But this is that first, this is the, we are now able to put our stamp on this organization. Like this is our first real act of football business here. They couldn't do it because of the calendar. Nobody's at fault. I, I want to be very clear about that. It's not something they should have done in, you know, in July or August or September or whatever, as the season was progressing, now they're here. They've wiped the slate clean like the extra sketch. Now it's your time to draw. Now you can begin to to build and put your stamp on this thing. And these critical decisions, as you said, are all coming up in the same year. Two quick things about the Harris clip Darius played on the way in there. The first is he said it's hard to win four games. And what he was saying was, it's really difficult for me as an owner to watch my team only win four games. But what I heard was the truth of, do you know how hard it is to be so bad that you only win four games in this league? <laughs> yeah, right. Like people talk about how hard it is to be great, and it is. What the Ravens and the 49ers pulled off this year is incredible, and that's why Mike McDonald, the defensive coordinator in Baltimore, after a historical season, is going to be interviewing for this head coaching job, we found out today as a 36-year-old rising star. Uh, it's why Adam Peters, the general manager of the future, who's currently the number two in San Fran, although my understanding is he kind of makes all the decisions with Kyle and is a lot like the de facto number one there. It's why that guy is going to have uh, a bunch of people trying to hire him, and he's the bell of the ball. He's, he's the hot girl before prom, and everybody wants to bring him uh, on their arm, right? These are good organizations. But it's also really hard to be as bad as Washington was. Mm -hmm. You've got to draft so poorly and do so badly in free agency. And while today for me is more about looking ahead 
than back. You got to try to figure out as many of the lessons from what just happened as possible and put those in Sharpie because you don't want to make any of those same mistakes again. This has been a really horrific last couple of years uh, under this regime. Uh, he's Danny. I'm Grant. You're listening to The Fan. Darius, I'm going to need a little game show music. I'd like to play a quick game with Danny here at the end of the hour, if that's okay. Uh, I'm out here in Ashburn. Yeah. Danny, this is a fun game. This is not a make Danny look bad game. Don't worry. Because there's plenty of those. Well, I mean, they're all they're all in fun, but I know you don't love all of them. This game is really, really going to be up your alley, though. Okay. This is a don't disappoint me. Ten years of, of show marriage. Uh-huh. Do you know your pal game? Uh, they provided pizza for us today out oh, here in Ashburn. Okay. So we had a nice lunch before the Josh Harris press conference. There were a ton of different pizza options. I just want to see if I could buy everybody a pizza. I want to guess. I want you to guess what kind of pizza I had. By the way, the whole time I was watching his press conference, yeah. all I could think about was you well, talking as Josh Harris. Stick aside, he started off like sounding like the impression that I do. Right. Like eventually he sounded like Josh Harris, but he's like, as you guys probably already know, we have moved on from Ron Rivera. Like, I'm like, you're doing it. My cadence doing you. Right. He's not even being Josh Harris anymore. He's doing an impression of Danny's Josh Harris. Impression. He's like, this is, um, this is Danny doing Josh. Okay. So was, anyway, when he started talking, that's all I could think about. I'm like, this is Danny's version of him. This isn't even him anymore. Love you, Josh. All right, so I'm going to give you a bunch of categories. Yes. These are the pizzas that were here. Okay. Which one did I eat? Yep. Are you ready? Yes. Cheese pizza? Nope. Veggie pizza? Nope. Pepperoni pizza? Possible. Meat lovers? Margarita pizza? Nope. Barbecue chicken pizza? Mm. Hawaiian pizza? Mm -mm. Buffalo pizza? Oh. Or a Supreme pizza? Whatever that is. Supreme has veggies, so you didn't do that one either. Uh, it's between the meat lovers pizza... It's the Meat Lover's Pizza. Is that your final answer? That is my final answer. Danny Ruye knows his co-host. Yeah, I do. See, I yeah, thought I I'd set you up because you're like, that's too easy. No. He wouldn't ask me. I wanted to get inside your head a little bit. So the, the Buffy Chick situation, I thought you might have done that just because you and Buffalo Wings are simpatico. I am one to enjoy a Buffalo Wing. Yeah, but I, th I, th I felt like you thought, you know what, that's not right. I don't want to mix them. They don't go together. On pizza specifically? So I think you did the meat lovers. I think you're a meat lovers guy. An all-time day on Grant and Danny here on The Fan. The Commanders are kicking off a process to hire a new GM and a new head coach. They're bringing in Bob Myers, the two-time NBA Executive of the Year, the four-time champion who built the Warriors, and former Vikings GM Rick Spielman to help head their search. Just how good of an opening is this GM job? And what about the head coaching vacancy here? How does it stack up among the four other head coaching jobs that have come open in the NFL? We're going to get into that next right here on Grant and Danny. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. 
Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven! Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1,500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details.